Welcome to another edition of Michael L. Craver Presents. Just a quick Saturday stroll at the lunch hour. I was just, you know, thinking this week as I'd gotten a chance to, to have a few conversations and say to myself, you know, save those those little pieces, those scraps. Take them and use them as a building blocks. My dad taught me that. He will take the uh, excess material. Let's say he's been working on a concrete job. Some concrete left over. Well, you're pouring footings. you got some extra concrete. Make some paving stones. Make a pathway. Use it for something decorative. It's very easy to do. I'd been in so many conversations with people or I come across content and people say things to me and I, I see a book, a title, the name of a recipe and I just look at it and oh, the the irony, right, the 26, where are we going with this? Oh, the girl's got a cookbook, it says instant loss on a budget for a budget something and uh, I said instant loss, you're you're having to purchase supplies to add to your pantry, your kitchen, whatever, right? And then you're going to consume them. It'll be an instant gain, not an instant loss. An instant loss might be an amputation or you know, somebody throws you in a wood chipper or something. That'd be an instant loss. This idea that uh, you're going to uh, go to CarMax or anywhere else, and, oh, we're going to... We're going to take down your monthly payment and this, that, and the other. No, they're, what's going to happen is <laughs> they've refinanced what's going on. <laughs> now, it may be at a lower interest rate or at a lower um, mathematical plane than what you are now. Right? We're going to pay only $10 a month. We're going to settle your credit card debt. And yes, now they're going to own your credit card debt, and you're going to pay less for a longer amount of time. Out of pocket, the total may not change all that much. You know, you may not see that in the big picture. I owed that credit card $2,000, and now I only owe them $20 a month for the next 16 years or something, you know. And, you know, the instant loss, the cookbook thing, I just looked at it, and I said, wow, the instant loss, you're not losing, you're, you're, you're consuming. Consumption is gain, not loss. Right? It's always going to be gain. Imagine calling a restaurant anything to do with loss. It just doesn't work out, right? It's not what the word means. But uh, no, the concept behind it is that you use an Instant Pot and you prepare recipes that will be lower in calories or healthier than the other version of, of what you might be eating. And so as that fills you up the same as the other meal... Right, one is fried, one is instant pot. All right. Well, now you have an instant loss in the bar graph of life, right? Because then on this one, oh, the fried, the calorie counts way up here. You know, well, great. And now you're going to go over here and you're going to prepare in a healthier way, and so you're going to consume the same food, the same amount of calories, etc. Uh, it's going to be consumed in a way that you're going to experience less of maybe fat, maybe uh calories in 
at large. Maybe it has products that are going to be removed from the recipe because of the way that it's being produced, right? And so that's where the loss is supposed to come in. You instantly change over from an unhealthy recipe to a healthy recipe. That's how the instant loss terminology would be conceivable. That's how it would work, right? And so if you're listening to me, for instance, like I'll bet if she heard this podcast, oh my God, he's he's saying stuff about my cookbook. And I was like, no, wait, what? Did you listen till the end? Because I I made sense of it. I laid out exactly how it would work, <laughs> right? If you listen, <laughs> you get the big picture. No. I heard what you said right in the beginning. You heard a small piece of what I said in the beginning. Oh, okay. So if I walked over and saw a concrete pad, I would know exactly what the house is going to look like on top of it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're going to wait, right? And so if you waited till the end, then you had an instant loss. You lost all that stress that you were building up in your mind. You were thinking, oh, my God, he's being critical. He's being judgmental. He's being... No, I'm explaining how in one series of events of looking at something and comparing them. If you take this direction, there's where it leads. If you take this other direction, there's where that leads. <laughs> all right, so if you followed me all the way, I explained how it works, right? It ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't, you know, you want to buy a book? Buy a book. You want to make a great recipe? I, I am all in. The food is delicious. So I, I've had, you know, nothing but good things to say about those, those books. They've, they've brought uh, a little bit of spice, flavor. Uh, they're exciting, I suppose. You know, you'd be flipping through the books, kind of like a catalog. If you're a clothing person, right, you get the North Face catalog. And, oh, my God, I must try this, right? But it's easy to achieve, right, because you're just going to go grab some less expensive products from the store. You're going to consume them. And what's not an unbelievable change in budget and sometimes it's less sometimes it's a little more and it's it's supposed to pay off in the end right because you save on health care or however you're taking your you know care of yourself is supposed to be an easier maintenance right you're doing preventative health by doing something that is it's an instant loss loss in terms of the stress you're putting on your body in terms of the toxicity of things that are going in you i mean that's the idea behind it don't get me wrong i'm mr freedom if you want to drink motor oil Live with the consequences, but as a person who's seen so many things happen in this world, uh, I think that you know having cookbooks around has always been something that's transpired throughout my family. And there's so many recipes that are in family cookbooks, church cookbooks. The fire department, you know, has one, and it's a fundraiser or otherwise. So, uh, yeah, do I pick apart the names of things? I sure do. If you have something that's named like the Mexican pasta rice bowl tortilla soup, that. that <laughs> <laughs> it can only be one, right? If I was a scientist and I named something the liquid, gaseous, airborne, <laughs> frozen, like what? How can it be frozen and be liquid? How can it be gaseous and be airborne? You know, just, you know, it is what it is. So uh, I like the irony of language that people use. They go name things in, in these, these the ways that don't add up. I mean, that's what it boils down to. You call your you know, your product, one thing, and it's completely the opposite end of what it does. And uh, I don't mind, right? You, 
it's it, products just you know they they've got clever names and books have uh, these clickable titles and, and these people call it clickbait right but if you fall for clickbait that's an instant loss right cuz you oh, oh, you don't get that time back um i have found that um the recipes that have that come out of the book have been um the cooking number one is therapeutic uh, the kitchen smells good. It smells differently as you go through different stages of, let's say, a recipe that's got three or four things. Uh, it's been it's been interesting because if you watched me and I've I have previously put up videos with recipes and cooking and you know meats and silly things that I throw together. There's a lot of freedom in that, as much as having an open piece of canvas or a piece of paper to write on, and you can be as creative as you want with what's in your supply cabinet. It's, it's that simple. If you want to purchase something, you've got this kick that you're on, this genre that you love. I love this kind of hockey, this kind of football, this kind of wrestling, this kind of sticking your, you know, I guess you'd say lane. Is that what they say? People stay, stay in your lane. Do it. You know, enjoy yourself. And if you got to tell me, well, Michael, I'm eating this way. This was doing for me, and I said, "Great, buy a bike." Why? Because you can eat whatever the hell you want. Just ride the bike, you know, right? You're gonna cook for ninety minutes every day. Let's be realistic. It's gonna take you forty-five minutes to cook every day. Just buy TV dinners, eat in ten minutes, and ride the bike the other twenty minutes. I mean, right? Well, depending upon conditions and living, right? There's a lot of factors in that, but there's nothing that says you. If you're cooking for an hour every day, you guys couldn't just eat McDonald's in 10 minutes every day and work out the other 50 minutes. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. I mean, you think about it. It's something to think about, right? I never considered it that way. Yeah, it's fast food. You'd be running the other 50 minutes. You'd be super fast. Not only is the food quick, you're fast. It's the best of both worlds. Anyway, I'm going to get back to work. This is like Amtrak. I'm going off the rails. That's not funny. Anybody who lived through the '90s knows that's a that's a tragic situation. Oh man. Anyway, thank you for listening to me. I'll be putting some more content out soon, and uh, try to keep this uh, short and sweet. I mean, Christmas was this year for most people, so I don't know. We'll talk a little bit more about that as the new year rolls in. Hope everybody had some great holidays and. Uh, Looking forward, we got 23 days until the J-Man turns 8. My son's name is Jonathan, by the way. He's not the J-Man because he stands on the corner and sells product or nothing. All right. All right. All right. Just wanted to clear that up for you, Mr. Jonathan Howard. You're the man. Anyway, <laughs> I love you, little man. You guys enjoy your uh, weekend, what's left of it, or whenever you might hear this. And we'll talk again real soon. With it